Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Need to crunch time. Zito Power Tools. German design quality and innovation powering DIYers. All day, every day. Visit Berwick GWM Havel and test drive the GWM Canon CC. Part of the Berwick Motor Group. Extended edition of Crunch Time today. Our top fives of the season so far. Dermot Burden got us underway with the top five players. Brenton Sanderson, our top five coaches. Yeah, Sando. Top, top five coaches and starting with number five. And it will be controversial, I know, and probably easier to do because you just <laughs> oh, you, you just you just go one down to five on the ladder, don't you, Derm? But um, I know you're going to go after me, Derm. But no, I think uh, the number five coach I've got this year would be Brad Scott. I just think um, what he's added to Essendon has been stability, He's added a harder edge. They're more resilient. They play with a bit more grit. You can certainly see a better structured uh, defence um, set up for the Bombers this year. I, I don't love their profile. When you look at um, the areas that they still need to work on, they're, they're, they're low in tackles, they're low in clearances, they're a high clanger team, which sort of a high possession team. But I just think when a club was crying out for stability, um, Brad Scott's delivered it. And they're fun to watch. They're... And you talk to their fans, they feel like there's that, that, that energy back around that they're just harder to defeat than what they have been previously. So I really like Brad Scott this year. I think he was a, he was a great pick and we're seeing some success now for the Bombers, which is much deserved. Number four, I've got Matty Nix at the Crows. The Crows have been impressive. They, they lost to Collingwood by a point after keeping them to eight goals over there in Adelaide. They kicked 19 goals, seven against St Kilda, probably the best defensive side in the competition. They kicked 17 goals, nine against Fremantle, who we know are a very good defensive side. And I'm going to say they beat Carlton by 10 goals, but I know that's not great form now because a lot of people are defeating Carlton. But I don't know. They just for for a, for a young side, I just think Nix has been patient with a game style that he knows works. But a little bit like Carlton this time last year, when you know Carlton were sort of top of the, they were sort of like a top four side, but they play contested ball. They're high pressure, high tackle, and hard running. Now, that's really hard to sustain for 22 weeks and then a finals campaign. And I just think Matty Nix has got a style which he believes in. He hasn't chops and changed over the last few seasons. But what we're seeing now is a, uh, a style of play which is working for the Adelaide Crows. And yes, they've had some bad losses. But I think the bones of what he's doing there is, is, is certainly showing through now. They, they restrict the, their, their opponents from marking the ball. Um, they look really dangerous in their forward line. When you look at Walker, Rankin, Rochelle, Fogarty, Peddler, they're, they're, they're not – I mean, um, Taylor Walker is a fantastic player and he's he kicked 10 goals last week, um, played 250 games. But Rochelle, Fogarty, Peddler, you know, and, and Isaac Rankin's been a great selection. But it's one of the most dangerous forward lines in the competition all of a sudden. So mm. um, I think he deserves some credit, Nick's, and, and what he's doing there with the Crows. Nice. Number three, Ross Lyon. And um, the thing I like about Ross Lyon this year, and he's the right he's the right pick for St Kilda. Th- this is not a premiership squad. This is not a premiership list. There's, there is limited talent at the top end for St Kilda. And we talked about it last year when they went hunting for guys like Jordan Dugowie and they tried to have one last crack potentially 
at winning a premiership with this squad. And the cause there, so you've got Sinclair and Crouch and Steele, uh, Ross, Hill, Gresham. Um, but there's some great young players now coming through, uh, like King and Filippo and, um, and Mitch Owens and um, Wangani Malira. So, that, so Ross has been able to develop that side very quickly and he's gone back to his own DNA uh, and they are a great defensive side. And a little bit like what I just mentioned with the Crows, their losses this year, they've only had four losses. Mm. Collingwood by six points. Port Adelaide by seven points. So it's the top two sides in the competition. They had, in Ross's words, the mulligan against the Crows, where they um, got beat by 52 points. And only a couple of weeks ago, Hawthorne beat them by 10 points. And in Ross's words, we just tried to experiment a bit too much with our offense. So um, he's willing to try something. And you could say arrogantly against one of the bottom sides. But I, I still really like what they're doing at St Kilda. With a, side, with a, with a team, which I mentioned, is not, is not going to win a premiership this year. But Ross is going to give him every chance. And just to, just to break the players' code, I, I, I happened to bump into Mitch Owens yesterday, last night actually, and um, I, I asked him, how are you finding Ross Lyon? And in a, in a private conversation, he said, I absolutely love him. You know, and as to, to me externally, Ross seems very prickly, you know, uh, and it's, it's hard to imagine you're falling in love with Ross Lyon, but to hear a young man who's having a great season, but just say how much he adores his coach is brilliant, you know, for, for someone that we think is – a real hard taskmaster, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. But Ross has these fantastic, um, or this fantastic ability to build relationships with players, and it's almost us versus them. So I really love it. I really love what Ross has done this year with the Saints. Um, one and two, flip a coin. But I'm going to go number two. I'm going to go with Craig McRae. I, I just think he continues to evolve. And while a lot of people at the start of this season thought Collingwood might actually drop away after all those close wins last year, they couldn't sustain that. They've gone to another. Le- they've gone to another level. I see him as a triple threat now at Collingwood. Defence, contest and offence, they do all three facets of the game extremely well. They worked on their contested possession and clearance numbers in the off-season and they've certainly improved. But they're just a little, a little bit um, uh, like other sides. When I, when I mentioned before um, about multiple avenues to goal, they've just got a great spread of goal kickers. Um, and the thing I like about Craig McRae, I actually think we know how to beat them. I think we know how to beat Collingwood. But it's, just, it's almost impossible to execute. We saw Melbourne do it last week. Melbourne, everything went right and they, they executed it really well. But it was a bit like uh, Brisbane doing back in the day when, when, when Vossi famously said, everybody knows our game plan. We, we, we can actually give it to you if you want, but <laughs> you, just you, you be. still can't beat us. You, you, <laughs> you just got to be better at that's right. us. That's yeah. right. And I think that's what, um, what Collingwood, and they're going to be so hard to beat. And sometimes having a loss like they did against the Demons uh, – enables you to work out the little areas that you do have to um, pick up on. But the number one coach of this year is this man. Footy's good. Footy's good. Does all sorts of things to you. Sends you to all sorts of places. And um, ultimately, you have to be willing to go to those places. And um, as, a, as a footy club this week and as a team, we had to go to some of those places and um, to come up here and play against a highly respectable opponent who we just have, have such admiration for in a hostile environment with not everything going that great for us for a fair bit of the game to hang in there and get down 20 points twice. This team's got some a fair bit of character. Ken Hinckley, he's been sensational this year. And to think that the pressure he's been on all season, and even now after 11 wins, whatever it is, he's still under pressure. <laughs> but uh, this, is a, this is a great uh, profile. They play a really simple game style. It's, it's high pressure. So every game they play, the top six or seven players on the field for their pressure acts are all are all Port Adelaide players. 
So Ken has enabled them to believe that defense will help your offense. So great defense will help you provide um, opportunities to score. So their points from turnover are through the roof. They play a forward half game. Um, and I mentioned to him, you mentioned about Butters being the best player. And I, I challenged you about that engine room, which is just so good. You know, all those boys. Those three young fellas coming through. Fantastic. And you add, you add Boku hasn't played a lot of footy this year. But, you know, Wine's obviously the Brownlow medalist. Um, they've created this great engine room there where uh, they've all got this shared experience now. They've all pretty much played 13 games or 12 games, whatever it is so far this season. But their profile's great. They're, they're a great offensive side, but on the back of extreme pressure. Um, number two in tackles, uh, and that results in um, in having the second most inside 50s this year. Fast and direct with great run support, low disposal, uncomplicated, really good forward line with Marshall and Finlayson down there, but plus guys um, uh, like Rioli's been a really good um, addition to them. I like McEntee as well with his pressure. So, yeah, it's, it just feels like Ken Hinckley is having some sort of season for a, for a senior coach that's under pressure. Pretty great list, Doom. It's a fantastic list, and I can't dispute it. The only thing I'll ask you about yep. then is <laughs> all of these teams are in the eight. Yep. Can you be coaching well and not winning, given that the likes of David Park and has has said, yeah, coach premierships, but the best I've ever coached was at Fitzroy with a lesser mob. I just feel I coached best there can you coach well and not be in the eight yeah I think Adam Kingsley and I just think what he's done now is established a brand which is reliable and we know what we're going to get from the Giants every week so they play that that hard-nosed authentic contested style uh and I mean he's coaching effort and intensity at the moment and he's getting that from his players every week the Giants while they don't win every week I'd be proud to be a supporter of that team at the moment. With that, with with the quality that they've got in that team and the way that they're playing, uh, I think yeah, Adam, Adam Kingsley and they're and they're they're fourteenth on the ladder. Um, they're they're probably the next coach that I would say would be on the outside looking in. I'll just throw a curveball one at you. How do you view Stewie Jew's year of coaching? I've loved his last couple of weeks, I must admit, but he's another one that's under extreme pressure. But, yeah, he's he's actually going okay as well. I, I, Simple game plan. They're an honest game plan. Yeah. And I, and what, what I do, and because I've coached, what I do is I watch players and coaches, the body language post-game, you know, and Hinkley, um, the players adore him. And they endorse mm. Stewie Jew as well. Have you seen me? Like after a game, yeah, after a win, yeah. even after a loss, the room, there is genuine care for their coach and the players. And I think relationships are critical. Top five coaches. Brenton Sanderson has Ken Hinckley at one, Craig McRae at two, Ross Lyon at three, Matthew Nix at four, and Brad Scott at five. Dermot, enjoy the game this afternoon. Thank you. I'm going to listen to Sammy's. Are you doing Sammy, the top Sammy, top five stories next.